Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. Well, Coach, let's start with the biggest news of the day, and it isn't that Arkansas won last night. It's that Tom Brady is retiring officially. Did you see the video this morning? Uh, I did see some of it. Okay. Some of it. It was only like 48 seconds long. Yeah, no, you couldn't I know. You could sit through the whole thing. You really are I, ADD. I, I, I like that he, I like that he said, uh, I'm going to get right to it. Yeah, I like that too. I mean, there's no point in drawing it out. Yeah. We already did this once. We still got emotional, and I don't blame him. But it was clear that he was having a moment of clarity this morning and was sitting on the beach, it looked like to me, and just relaxing and uh, seemed very at peace with it. Yeah, you know, I mean, what it's it's been an up and down uh, last few years, but what a career. And I say the up and downs probably with his wife and all that stuff and the kids. Because, I mean, he adores his kids. I know that for a fact. Seen Still kiss his son on the lips. I mean, obviously he really likes him. Yeah, well, I, I think his dad did that to him. That's the way it was brought Same. Up. I mean, but, I, I can't know, say anything. I'm just kidding. You know, but, but, but you know, all, all that said, I hope that people look back. And I, and he really worries about what people think about his career. And he worries about what how he comes off and he wants to treat people well and nice. And and uh, I, I, I think he was – as much factored into this decision was how are people going to think if I keep going and it doesn't go well? Will mm-hmm. I look? Which maybe a lot of people need to look at when they're on the end of their career. You know, when they're Michael Jordans and and LeBron James is going to need to think about it as he comes up. I mean, right now he's playing well, but the Lakers kind of suck. I mean, they're doing a little bit better lately. But if those guys trail off, and I think they have to worry about their legacy, so to speak, from mm-hmm. the end. Because people, there's a younger generation that just sees the end of this thing. So, like, some of the people that – some of the kids right now that are that are in high school and just now really paying attention to college and NFL sports and all that kind of stuff, you know, they just saw the bad part of Brady. And I say bad, the not great part of Brady, and they don't even understand what the hoopla's about. You know, I, I – he never gives an inch, so I'm guessing he would never say anything about it, and he certainly wouldn't admit that it was a mistake. But I'm guessing if Michael could go back in time, he probably would have skipped the wizard period. Yeah, I, I think he probably would have. I think – it calls them in. They know they can play a little bit still. I mean, a lot, really. But they don't factor in the fact that, you know, where the team is, where they're going. Because, Tom, they had a good run the year before. When, you know, they won the Super Bowl, then they went to the NFC Championship game, lost to the Rams. And then, you know, he knew with those guys being injured that it was going to be tough on the offensive line. But you just think, I, I can find a way to overcome it because you've done it your whole career pretty mm-hmm. much. But you're just not quite as good. And I'll bet you Michael would rethink it. And I'll bet Tom would have rethought this year. Yeah, maybe so. And, and then he'd probably still be married. But maybe. from what I saw from his rebound, it seems like he's doing okay. He's doing okay. Yeah. Uh, so is there any doubt that he's the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL? Zero. Absolutely zero doubt. Do you rank him as the greatest football player in the history of the NFL, which is a harder question? I, yeah, I, I do because of the long, you know, to be great, you know, you can be flashing the pan two, three, four, five, six years and be really great, and you're one of the greatest of all time in that time period. But to do it for twenty something years, three, and 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 just continue to play at a high level, and even when you didn't win Super Bowls, lead the NFL in passing, to do it with two different teams, to take a team to the Super Bowl, boom, jump right in and do it again. To me, and 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 he did it with great coaches and great defense at times. Even the year he won with Tampa, great defense, one of the best in the league. 
But, you know, he had Randy Moss as a good receiver one year, but he went through the majority of his career. He made those guys, guys great. Look at Wes Welker when he left. Was he any good? Mm-hmm. You know, no. He, he tailed off greatly. And you look at all those guys he made great. So I think he's the greatest quarterback, and I, I'd classify him right now as the greatest player that's ever lived. Jim Brown. Yep. You know, well, we were talking about guys like that, that were elite that, that hung it up a little early, you know, and, and we mentioned uh, Barry Sanders, too. I mean, guys yeah. that definitely could have given you some more. And the thing about Tom that's amazing to me is he ends his career in the 23rd season. Admittedly, they had to throw a lot because their run game stunk. But he was third in the league in passing yards, first in completions and first in attempts, and both of the last two were NFL records. So it's hard to it's hard to say anything negative about his performance on the field. I am really curious to see what his next chapter will be. You know, all this talk about the announcing and stuff, you and I were talking before we got on. You know, I don't see him. I, I, I've just sat in a room with him a lot of times and had conversations with him and stuff. And, yeah, he's great to talk to, very positive guy and all that. But I, I have a hard time seeing him being an, a broadcast announcer. I really do. Mm-hmm. What do you think with the Cowboys' performance in his last game? I, I talked about the interception he threw in the end zone. That was just unlike anything you see from Tom. Do you think that – was part of the decision and that one game was enough to say it's time to hang I, it up. I think if he watched that film and knowing knowing him, I'm sure he did, that play when he was thrown into the end zone and he hadn't you know, they put up the graphic right before that, hadn't had an interception in the red zone how many times. You know, he threw it away to protect himself. And which is okay at times to avoid the sack and protection, but he stepped away and turned sideways when the rush was coming and didn't put enough on it. You know, he is a man of perfection. I, I mean, I've sat there and I've been his his foot where he wanted to drop back and be within an inch of my foot or Zach's foot. He, he He's that perfect in his drops and everything he does. When he looked at that and saw that, to me, he didn't get the job done that he needed to throw it out of the back of the end zone to protect himself first. I'll bet you that was a big play in a big moment in his decision-making process. Hmm. It would have been for mine. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is the first time I can remember I put me first instead of the team first. Hmm. Okay, well, we can talk about Tom all day because it's certainly deserving, but we're going to move on to the guys that are still playing football. Although, let me ask you about one other guy we think is going to continue to play. We were, you know, There was a lot of smoke around Tom potentially to San Francisco. Aaron Rodgers grew up as a San Fran fan. He's from that neck of the woods. He's potentially on the move, maybe. I mean, what would you do if you're San Fran, first of all? What do you think Rodgers should do? San Francisco's one of the very few teams with their offense, the way it's set up, the way they shift, motion, get the ball to different people going sideways and down the field that can plug and play a quarterback. I mean, very, very few offenses can do that. And they've shown they can do it, you know, with mm-hmm. with, with really quarterbacks that had some trouble at different places and, and stuff. And uh, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a fit for them, really, because he's going to want to throw the ball. I don't care what we think, what we say, what we do. He's the center of attention. I know his agent, and, and, and he makes no bones about Aaron likes to be the reason they win and not the reason they lose. And, you know, they want to run the ball first, and they want to play good defense, and, and they've got a formula to do that. I don't think he's a good fit there, um, but if he goes there – you know, he will make them really good at times. And then I think when the inner turmoil kind of starts a little bit on whether they're going to pass or run a little bit more, I think that could cause them some problems because they've got a good recipe right now. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is good for San Francisco? Does it matter? I mean, the way you can plug in place? Would Man, you say, I, would you ride Purdy after the injury? No, I, I wouldn't. I mean, you know, that's a good run with him and stuff like that. But I, I think there's better fits for him. I, I, I really do. And, and what I would want to look at is quarterbacks that – 
uh, I hate to say Joe Burrow like, but I mean, as far as the mobility, forget <laughs> the throwing, mm-hmm. but the mobility like they don't want to run, mm-hmm. but they can move plenty enough to do your bootlegs, to, to move around in the pocket by that extra second because their play action and the way they do their stuff gets guys wide open. Mm-hmm. And so you need a, a guy that can move a little bit better in the pocket but throw a little better than Trey Lance. He was not very accurate coming out of college. He wasn't accurate the brief moments he played in exhibition games in the NFL game. And uh, but but they need a guy that can do stuff like that. I would, I, you know, I, they're not going to go get this guy. I don't think. But if Lamar Jackson comes back and Baltimore signs him, but that would be a great one for them, by the way, is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he doesn't, I don't think Tyler Hundley would be bad for them. Hmm. They, they handcuffed him when he was in Baltimore, and, and <clears> Lamar Jackson left. They didn't let him run the same exact offense, but didn't let him throw either. I think he's a good one. He can throw the ball. He's had some really good games. He's accurate. I don't think that's what they'll go after, but they might because they've got a ton of money invested now in McCaffrey, in Bosa, that, and, and Fred Warner they're fixing to have to pay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Greenwood's going to get a big payday you know, in the next couple of years too. So, Greenlaw? Greenlaw, I mean. Yeah. He's going to get a big payday in the next couple of years too. So they've got a lot of money invested. They're going to have to go get a lower-budget quarterback. All right. Uh, yeah, last week all I did was compare Joe Burrow to Tom Brady all week, and now the only thing they have in common is neither one of them are playing in the playoffs anymore. So let's talk about the Eagles and the – uh, Chiefs, who are still playing this week. So thoughts on the matchup generally, what your expectation is on the, how the game might play out, and how much of the Chiefs' injuries concern you with their potential for scoring points? Um, I, I mean, two weeks is a ton of time. We saw a week and what that did for Patrick Mahomes' ankle. I think, you know, I mean, I think he played it up a little bit. I think Wes, what? Wes pointed that out a little I'm bit. I'm more worried about his teammates than him. Well, I know. And Kadarius Tony's a big one. You know, they like yeah. to use him. And they they love running switch routes with him and getting him down. He's their vertical beater more than Schuster or any of those guys. Scantling, those guys are okay, but he he's their vertical guy a little bit more. And uh, I, I just think I think they're going to be fine. Two weeks is an eternity in the NFL with all the stuff mm-hmm. that they can do and the and the rehab and the and the stem and the ice. And, and it's the, a one game and, and all that. And, and and then they got toured all. They'll shoot them up with. They can't feel anything. And it's like and, you get you get a whole month off or you know yeah a few months yeah. Off. I mean it, it's a good field. Plus the adrenaline for that game. I mean they're going to be they're going to be fine. That's not an issue for me. Okay. The issue for KC is going to be the defensive line of of the Eagles. This does play into their strength. Last week I was worried. Because Sam Fran does play action and all this kind of stuff, and, 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 and Philadelphia rushes the passer well, but they couldn't really just peel back and rush until they knew they were going to throw. Well, this week, the Chiefs <laughs> don't want to run the ball, and they don't mind not running the ball. And Philadelphia had, you know, everybody knows, four guys with 10 sacks or more. It's a, In the history of the NFL, it's never been done before. So you can't just say we're going to double team this guy or this guy. Last and they're very creative defensively. Last week I thought it was genius. It's the first team I've seen that threw out a D back and brought in an extra D lineman, moved Hassan Reddick up to D end, and just created all four of those guys that are passing rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. They played the run well too, but they created a mismatch there where they were one on one. Nobody could be helped. And it just created fits for San Francisco. And San Francisco's got one of the best. It's got the second or third best offensive line in the league. Hmm. So, well, I don't want to make a prediction right now. Let's but not. We got a whole other week. Yeah, we got another week. But it's going to be. I, I think it's an interesting. It's a real, real interesting game. You're going to see two completely different passing styles. The way yeah. that the Eagles pass and the way that that uh, the Chiefs pass. And I am hoping, and I know Rebecca and Joe aren't going to like this, but. But I'm I'm hoping that the Eagles just absolutely wipe the mat with them. I don't think they will though, but I, I hope they do. Why do you? Well, I'm I'm just I, I like I like I think Jalen Hurts is a worker. 
I like, you know, I'm not big on a transfer, you know, guys transferring from college to college. And we've talked about the portal and the problems it causes and all that. But there are guys that have good reasons to do so. Jalen Hurts, I, th- I thought, when he transferred to Oklahoma, he had a good reason to do that. He saw the light. They took him out in the championship game, put Tua mm-hmm. in. You're going to like, okay, do I want to sit here and play this out because they're going to go with Tua? I want to make the best of it. He did that. And just from what I know about him, he is a grinder and a worker and loves the game and does all that kind of stuff. And, and he kind of, you know, he's a coach's son and all that kind of stuff. I like to see those kind of guys do well, but I like to see the guys that grind. It, it, it pained him to leave Alabama. He didn't want to leave Alabama. And he did it because, uh, you know, he thought that was the only way he could make it in the NFL, mm-hmm. you know, at that point. Because if you sit on the bench your, your last year at Alabama, mm-hmm. do you go in the league then? Mm-hmm. No. And so I, I'm a grind. I mean, I'm a, I'm a grinder, and I like the way he does that. I'm a fan of his. Mahomes, he's had his time. He's had his plenty. Now, if he wouldn't have acted hurt this week, I'd have been a little less. And I say acted. He was hurt, but he everybody it plays it up a little more, you know, and wants to be the hero that limped in on one leg and and did all that kind of stuff. But you know, I'm just tired of I'm tired of Kansas City winning. Everybody gets tired of that, right? Uh, not Rebecca, I bet, not Joe. Burrow, no, but I mean of a favorite winning all the time. Nothing against Kansas City. Kansas City certainly earned the trip to the a- no to the Super Bowl after getting through the Bengals. But if you're going to be an all-time great, you get the ball in your hands a couple of times late in the game and you don't score any points. That certainly doesn't help your legacy. What stood out to you about those last couple drives from the Bengals? Well, I thought they were – what stood out to me was the terrible officiating. I mean, absolutely horrendous. That uh, you know, the the one of the the next to last drive, I think it was when they called the intentional grounding on Burrow. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> I mean, and what they missed was the guy that was putting pressure on Burrow when he threw the ball down had his hand inside the face mask. The defender did the Kansas City Chief defense. Of the offensive lineman. That's the biggest illegal hands to the face in the history of mankind. That's literally to the face. And they literally didn't call that. and called something else instead, and there was a guy four yards away, which is such a subjective call. So I, I didn't like that. I thought I thought that third and 16 they made, Yeah. I thought that was – I thought, oh, okay, now yeah. we're going to see this guy make his own legendary status right yeah. here and drive down. I thought he should have been able to do it. He looked like he had been hit so much early. He got sacked four of yeah. his first nine dropbacks. He wasn't looking downfield. Even Joe was looking down at the line a little bit, wasn't making his progressions, and didn't get the ball out quick enough. And that sack by Chris Jones, that meant, okay, Burrow still has a little bit more to learn before he can be one of the greats. Chris Jones is not the only reason why they won, but he's a big reason why they won. I think he was the MVP of the game. I don't think he's even close. He was awesome. Awesome. I mean, sacks are drive killers. You get a sack, it's like 92% of the time you have no chance of scoring on that drive. It kills drives that much in the NFL. And he had all kinds of sacks, but even when he didn't, he made them throw it away and punt it. I mean, he was in his face the whole time. I I literally felt a little bit sorry for the Bengals' right guard. <laughs> what can they do? It was terrible. I mean, well, it was he stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, that guy. I mean, he, he's just not, he's like wondering, do I have a job next year? How about the Eagles? Anywhere. How will the Eagles handle him? Uh, the Eagles are solid across the front, and they got Kelsey as a center that can help on on Jones on either side. I'm sure they'll be doing that. They'll be double teaming him with Kelsey the center and a guard on either side. And uh, now, if you put him on the end, they're a little bit better. They're a little bit better at one of the tackle spots. So, but at least they'll know if he's on this side, the back's going to chip and help. And if he's not, we're not going to. So, I think they'll have a better plan. Two weeks gives you a lot more of a plan. Two weeks gives you a lot more of a plan. A chance to plan, and I think they're better suited personnel-wise. Plus, if Chris Jones comes up field with those RPOs, 
that leaves a lot of running yep. lanes open. It really, really does. Okay, we're going to dedicate this song to Tom Brady. Oh, this is so sweet. They mm. played this at my high school uh, graduation. It's good times. Anyway, Rebecca, uh, there you go. I got Coach to say something nice about one of your players. You're welcome. Welcome. What's up? First of all, Coach, were you as tired of the Patriots winning as much as they did when they were going every year and the rest of us were tired of having the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Yeah, Coach no, no, I just said uh, no, I wasn't because it was my team. That's why I don't expect y'all to be tired of it. But everybody yeah. else in America was tired of it. I just and he wasn't you and Wes. Y'all just need to open up an orthopedic clinic. My God, I never. He's faking it, really. He's not faking we it. We didn't say he, he was faking. Has, said he was playing he, he it up. Very good. He has very good trainers and very good doctors who got him prepared and helped make sure that that ankle. Was was not as in bad a shape as it was when he first heard it. I mean, come on, really? I expected more from you. Look, he's at the top of the league right now. He's he's probably the best player in the league right now. He's playing the best quarterback in the league. He's, he's the in MVP. The best, he's in the best offense. He's the MVP of the league. I mean, it's natural. It's human nature for people to want somebody to push that guy off the top. If you're not that direct fan like you and Joe are and I value that I was a fan of the Patriots everybody wanted them off and they kept winning I'm hoping the Cowboys are there someday too but it might not be in my life well, like, like I told you on Twitter keep doubting I mean your predictions <laughs> what was it we heard at the beginning you told Joe y'all won't even win your division let alone make it to the playoffs and without Tyreek Patrick's gonna regress I know and I, I quickly I quickly said on there when you told me that on Twitter that I was wrong <laughs> Rebecca, let's see eye to eye. Let's end on a high note. We both agree that people that tweet at student athletes are losers, so don't do that. I appreciate the. Uh... They are badly. Oh my goodness! I agree. They I shouldn't do believe... that. It's terrible. That's just. I'm just, and it's on. It's on Facebook too, and I'm like, y'all are stupid. Don't be doing that. Come on, mm-hmm. these are athletes. These are 18, 19, 20 year old kids. Quit doing that. Yeah. You wouldn't like it if that was being done to your kids. So quit. And then they're tearing into Jimmy Dykes, and I mean, well. He, they're saying he hates That's okay. the university. He's a grown I'm man. Like, You're right. And he's paid he's a lot. He's an alum. Why would an alum hate the university? Come on, people. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Coach, you keep you keep predicting. You keep predicting. I don't. I don't hate that he's an alum. I hate that he's. It's not good at his job. And people are. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you don't like him that much, I don't. Just turn that mute the TV and turn on Chuck. I don't You're mind right. Jimmy Dykes. That's a lie. You're just saying that because you don't want to piss Chuck off or. Uh, you don't want to piss uh, Joe off any more than you already did today. That's okay. Hey, Rebecca, we got to run. We got a guest coming up. I appreciate the call, though. We'll talk to you a lot, I'm sure, over the next week or so. Y'all or have not. a good week. Bye bye. Well, Eagles. Qu- quit being ugly. I decided I'm, I'm betting on the Eagles. Are you? Yeah. I, I think I, I would if I was going to. My disdain for the Eagles is less than. Here's the thing I've doubted the Eagles Rebecca all year long. And the Chiefs. It's one last game. I'm going to finally come on board with them, okay? Yeah. Although I did bet on them to win the other day, so after Purdy got hurt. <laughs>